Hey, listen to this cool, hip, rad song, man. No way, man. We're listening to a podcast instead. Wait, wait, which one? <laughs> Here, j- just give me the aux cable. You'll love it. The aux cable has been plugged in, and now so are you. I am? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Coming up, in this episode, we'll look at audio interfaces. Find out how to get people to collab with you on YouTube. And how to film video on your phone! Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Who are you? Uh, I'm Chris Howard. Excuse me, but this podcast isn't big enough for three people. (laughs) More like this podcast. You can stay. to the Ox Cable, the show where we get you plugged into advice on everything. Everything. Can I just say, that is a snazzy intro. Why, thank you. I'm Ryan Matlock. I'm Matthew Bird. And I am Chris Howard. Well, I mean, like, what are you doing here? How did you get in here? I just was opening my computer, trying to do my cool hacking skills, and found where you guys were recording, and I broke my way oh in. My. <laughs> I'm such a elite hacker. Oh my word, XD. Matthew, he's... Hacking his way in and recording and forcing me to edit it that way. <laughs> Good luck, Ryan, with re- editing it that oh, way. Oh, man. Keep your computer safe, kids. <laughs> Bye, AVG. <laughs> yeah, the real yeah. question. McAfee or Norton? Um, neither. Windows Defender. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so guys, uh, Chris Howard, he's joining us for the podcast today. If you don't Hello. know who Chris Howard is, well, what are you doing with your life? Uh, he's a YouTuber. As well as a person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> YouTuber first, person second. <laughs> I mean, really, parties. though, let's be honest. We're, we're yeah. basically ripping off the inner tube today. We got, like, a bunch of questions uh, that are based around content creation. They were sent to the wrong inbox. They should have been sent to the inner tube, but we got them instead, so we're doing it for them. It's what Welcome we're doing. Welcome to yeah. the inner cable. <laughs> the inner cable. Take off the shielding, and what do you get the inner cable? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was actually really funny. Uh, I like it. Oh, my god. We're, re- we're rebranding, Matthew. <laughs> okay. Yay. <laughs> But yeah, so essentially we're going to be answering three questions today about uh, content creation. We thought it'd be fun to have a third person on who is a content creator himself to help us answer those questions, and that's Chris. Um, I'm going to let Chris tell you a little bit about himself, if you would like to. Oh boy. This is is your chance for your shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, no. Um, But yeah, so I (laughs) enjoy, I make videos on Pundidly and I also do travel vlogs and anytime I go somewhere and I can, I do rants, like, I don't know, my, my whole philosophy with making videos is like, I live my life and if you want to join me in my life, then you become a part of it. You know, you become part of my life. And so I think that's awesome. It's a big social network is how, what I consider my YouTube channel. It really is. He's got on twitter so many followers like they've branded their own name it's really scary sometimes. They're, they're like they're like the pundidly crew or the pundidly family depending on which groups you are looking at and like the community there i'm actually involved in some of those communities and they're, they're it's really a lot like a family in the mm-hmm. way that they've got everything set up that they're all friends and they all just kind of share in each other's walks in life and at the same time geek out over Chris. So 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny because like on the one hand, like I can't post a selfie anymore without it being downloaded a million times. But on the other hand, like it's a completely separate thing, and almost memed. like divorce. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But it's like almost like divorce <laughs> from like me. Like they'll they'll be talking about stuff. I'm like, hey, I have n- I didn't know that was like an inside joke or like you know they're talking about something in a chat group. And I'm like, well, I I I've been left out of it. Like it's it's no longer like a fan a group of fans. It's like a family that's come together. Like, like you had said. At the same time, it's also kind of like Frankenstein's monster in a way. It's like, oh, what have I created? I don't have control over this anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Chris oh uh, on his channel, Pundidly, he's got 6,000, almost, almost 6,000 YouTube subscribers. Uh, so congratulations on that. Thanks. And I made a grand total of three cents. <laughs> no, you've made more than that. Patreon.com slash. Because... <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, I actually do have a Patreon now. Hey, plug, plug. Patreon.com slash Ryan Matlock. But yeah, but, but this isn't about me. This is about uh, Chris right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, basically, yeah. What you uh, doing? Chris, Chris, Chris actually, he cur- he's currently in uh, California. How is that going for you? Oh my gosh, beautiful weather. So all my friends back east are complaining about the cold. I'm like, Psh, it was 75 <laughs> degrees today. Uh, how lucky of you. ha. <laughs> That's Fahrenheit for the one person that's a Canadian listener. Oh, yes. Uh, Matthew, in in Canada, that's probably more like, um, what? I don't know, 35 is my guess. What would be, what, wait, what? 35 is my guess, but I don't know. I'm just going to Google it quickly, and it says 75, you said, Chris? Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's way, okay, never mind, that's 23. I was way off. Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So 23 Celsius for our Canadian listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun fact, my YouTube channel, The Entrepreneur, I partially made it in response to Pundidly because <laughs> he cre- he created his channel and he did a collab with uh, Sega Knight Kevin or Kevin McCreary. That's how I found out about uh, Chris. And really? Yeah. That it was the what was what was that? Oh, the, the rants about stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, that was like, that was the first time I saw him, and that led me to his channel. And at that point, he had just started his channel, had maybe yeah, like two or three fir- videos. No, that on was my it. first video. Oh yeah, yeah. You've been there since day one, man. Day cool. one, sir. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> okay, that's nice. But yeah, so he, I actually love puns, which is why I subscribed yeah. to Kevin. Actually, I also listened to Kevin's stuff way before he had a YouTube channel. But oh, got we're going, getting on off here. track. Basically, I really liked puns, and so I subscribed because he had pun in the name. But the thing was that he didn't have as many videos that had <laughs> puns in them, and that has actually <laughs> been the joke a lot of the times. People comment, they're like, "Where are the puns?" <laughs> I'm turning red. I make and, plenty of puns in real life, but I never make them in yes. videos. Yeah. And so I was thinking about making a channel because I had a channel beforehand, but it was like this channel that I made that had a URL that was think of the online screen names from the 90s that had like, <laughs> crazy things and a number. That was it. Oh, my gosh. And then I changed the name, but the URL wouldn't change. And so I wanted to make a new YouTube channel just kind of as a fresh start. That would be my professional channel. And so I settled on the entrepreneur, essentially kind of at one for one point, I was just making a channel that I like because I love puns. So I wanted my channel to incorporate that. And I reasoned, you know what? I'm not ripping off Pun Diddly by making another channel about puns because he doesn't make any puns. (laughs) 
So I'm totally justified in doing this, which True. is funny because one of our questions today will be about puns. Speaking of which, Spoiler. let's get into the questions. Before we get to our main questions, uh, Chris, you have to be initiated. Oh, boy. Um, Should I get be- out the candles before- and the robes? <laughs> no, no, no. We have a different method. Before this podcast, we sent out a tweet asking people to ask us as many quick, random questions as they could. We're going to be spitting them at um, Chris in rapid fire mode, and he has to answer them as quick as he can. Yeah, and we're gonna have fun with this. Can I so just say see. I haven't like I don't know what these questions are, but my phone has been blowing up with notifications, so I'm <laughs> yes, really I curious. I tagged him in the tweet, and I also <laughs> told him, hey, Chris, you're not allowed to look. So his phone's probably just like buzzing every five seconds, and he's freaking out. I yeah, can't my look. Battery has gone way down. Uh, Matthew, do you have the questions pulled up? Yes. Okay, cool. I'll let you ask the first one then. I'm all preppies. <laughs> I'm ready. Anyway. What condition must exist for rotational equilibrium? Holy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? <laughs> what condition must exist for rotational equilibrium? A few different conditions. I was not ready for science. <laughs> was, even if you don't it. know the answer, just come up with something random. Um, a, a, a force strong enough to spin it. Okay, <laughs> I, I like that answer. That's a uh, good we'll go answer. That. Gosh, what a way to start out. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's just a warm-up. Never going to be invited back here again. Next question from Nia Johnson. Pickles or papayas or piñatas or porcupines or Perry the platypus? Oh, see, (laughs) I was going to go with piñatas until you threw in that last one. But let's be honest. Perry the platypus. Come on. That's not even a a comparison. Troy Wolbrandt says, uh, favorite pickup lines. Oh, gosh. I just read a really good one. Um, Hey, are you from Tennessee? Because you're hot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not what, what you expect it to yeah. be. <laughs> I, that's yeah. the only one that I can think of. <laughs> hey, are you a bomb? <laughs> you're the bomb. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh. Can you describe what a penguin trying to fly would look like to a blind person? <laughs> <laughs> Um, to a blind person? How long have they been blind? Forever. Um, okay, so imagine this streak of light and darkness. Shoot, that doesn't work either. (laughs) What's light? What's darkness? (laughs) Darkness is all I know. Oh my gosh. It's like trying to describe the taste of bubblegum. Like, you can't! Yes, you can. It tastes like (laughs) bubblegum. Okay, penguin flying is like the... Um, imagine the sound of, that's my best (laughs) penguin flapping, (laughs) but imagine the visual of that. (laughs) Super helpful, I know. Duana says, uh, how long does it take to stop time? Whoa, meta. How much time does it take to stop time? Yes. I mean, you could, you could get into the whole, like, crossing the room argument. Like, every time you cross the room, you know, you have to get halfway there, and then you have to go half of that, then you go have to go half of half of that, et cetera, et yes. cetera, until you're getting infinitesimally, infinite, until you can't English anymore. <laughs> so you could argue that time, you'd have to slow it down to half speed, and then quarter speed, and then eighth speed, and then it would take all of time to never stop time. Chris, are you a bomb? Because you're blowing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) If you could be any kind of pterodactyl, 
Would you be a unicorn or a red llama? What? A red llama? Are we talking like, I'm uh, like a like a red panda? Like that's actually more of kind of subdued orange? Or are we talking like a neon red llama? Because either way, the internet, the internet, a llama. Come on. <laughs> okay. Because the other answer, because it's not lame, llama. No, never mind. I'm sorry. Ignore that. <laughs> that was unicorny. Ah! <laughs> or hold up, could I be? Why can't I be a, a llama corn? Nothing saying you can't, I guess. Follow your dreams, be yourself. <laughs> Danielle says, please come up with different names for Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh. Can I join in on this one? Yes. No. Bump, bumperdink Koodle Snuff. <laughs> um, George. <laughs> Boopadoop cab- Cabbage Patch. Bumper Snuff Candy Patch. Bumbly Burr Cucumber. <laughs> Pretty much if it starts with B and then C. Badonkadonked canoodle. canoodle. I like it. Okay. I like uh, Matthew's the best. Bumbleberg cucumber. That was that was beautiful, Matthew. Thank you. I didn't practice that um, at all. Anyway, go Ryan. If you had unlimited money, what would you do with it? Um, destroy the economy with inflation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting political over here. That's not okay. Whatever. We're getting political up in here. In here. <laughs> Is that your um, final answer? I mean, okay. I'm gonna seem like a really bad person here because I know I should say like give it all to charities, but my first thought was, ooh, I could get a really sweet camera setup. You probably could. <laughs> if I had unlimited money, then I'd probably, like, I'd still work. I just wouldn't have to worry about things, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Because my work, that's the thing that I'm passionate about. Like, that's one of the reasons that, like, that's one of the purposes that I believe I have on this earth. Like, creating videos and entertaining people. Like, also helping people with, like, actual videos for promotional stuff that I do. Like, that unlimited money would keep me from you know, dying and <laughs> going <laughs> poor, I guess. But at the same time, like I can use that to help other people by supporting what I'm supposed to do, if that makes sense. Yes. That was that was beautiful, Ryan. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you ever find yourself like if you ever win the lottery or something, don't don't blow act, it all. Yeah, whatever. don't <laughs> act like you're rich. Act like you're normal. First don't thing I would work. do is take a nap. But anyway, <laughs> Olivia asks, what uh, what would have happened if the chicken hadn't crossed the road? Boom. That was my inception form thing. <laughs> I got that in like, it took me a moment. If the chicken hadn't crossed the road? Yes, had not. Would it have laid the egg? Uh, Are you asking uh, me or is that your answer? I don't know. I don't have a funny answer I think that for would that. Be, I think that humor wouldn't have been born, right? Or was it hatched from the egg? From the chicken. Well, here's a question. On the road. <laughs> did, like, did he even attempt to cross the road? Because this is ambiguous in that. It, it, it could be that he didn't make it. In, in so his many attempt. unanswered questions this brings up. I'm so confused. We might have to revisit this one. Okay, we'll put <laughs> it on hold. Date. <laughs> put a this pin is in like it. The, the question of the universe. We got a lot of questions from Nia. She's she needs us here. to answer. Do bouncy balls bounce higher when bounced off cheese or off of a stack of four waffles? <laughs> I'm going to say cheese because yes. waffles have those little pockets that absorb the bounce. 
Yes. Mm, cheese. Very true. More and like- not to mention if there's syrup, it's going to get sticky. Oh, true. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't generally pour syrup on cheese. Although, I don't know, in Canada, they're, they're crazy about their maple syrup. We, we are. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can cut that out. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit sappy. Oh, uh, <laughs> Master ETH asks, how was the word sarcasm first invented? Someone was just messing around with different syllables, like, yeah, sabottle, saboodle, sarcasm. And another guy went, Psh, yeah, that's a real great word. That'll totally think, catch on. I think that someone, I think a mother was talking to her son. Like, they were in the land of Sar, okay? And she oh, was no. talking to her son and said, hey, son, you shouldn't hang around all your friends that are a bad influence. And he he says, well, I love what they do. They, they're All of them are doing this, so I want to do it. And she said, if they all jumped off a chasm, would you? And he said, oh, yeah, real original mom, and fell into a chasm, and it was a sarcasm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. No. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why Ryan is the pun king of YouTube. Although someone was uh, talking to me about our pun battle. They said that you didn't count one of the puns or something. Or no, no, no. They said that in the editing, when you took off the pun that I said didn't count, then later you actually added it back in the word count. And so technically we tied. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. shoot. I mean, I edited that like in the car on the way back. So I totally like I, I probably would have done something like that. But you know what that means? We got to do it again. We got to do it again. Remote! Or, we, or, you know, or you know, maybe we'll just have to do that music video, you know. Oh, uh, you know, well, you didn't hear anything. Spoilers. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Um, what do I normally do? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do, even? <laughs> What is life? Oh, you know what would be nice is I could totally do... <laughs> Come on, this is YouTube. Prank video. Oh, But wouldn't yeah. that be great? Mm. Like, the, like, just have pick up something and start it floating towards someone and capture the reaction. Mm-hmm. It's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Got a million views. What in the world am I going to do? Nice okay. little rhyme. Troy Wolbrand also asks, pitch a horror movie starring the Muppets and Nicolas Cage. Oh my gosh. In a world where Kermit the Frog lives his happy, peaceful life, one man has it out for revenge. Nicolas Cage! (laughs) Your face. Just like the the clip of Nicolas Cage going, bees, bees! <laughs> Pop that one. I can edit the that. next shot. The next shot. The next shot is him eating bacon. <laughs> A quest for revenge. I'm gonna steal the declaration of Muppets. <laughs> he's going. He's going to commit murder. <laughs> Chris, are you okay? Are you okay? I don't know why I find this so funny, but I do. (laughs) You were like, you're like, a picture of him (laughs) eating bacon. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm calming down. 
Okay, let's, let's, let's tone was, it down. For some a reason, bit. that was let's the tone it, let's tone it funniest down. thing. Can you imagine the songs? Because it's a Muppet movie, so there would be singing. So would uh, Nicolas Cage be singing? <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Hi. Oh, I'm just a lonely Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many? Songs about rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are we done, Ryan? <laughs> One more. Troy Roll Brent also asks, what would you say while walking away from a giant explosion? Looks like... Shoot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, I got it. Boy. You'd be like, just, can I do that again? Can we explode it one more time? I need yeah. to go back. Can you... Unlike the explosives, I'd be like, wow, that was a blast. <laughs> Are you the bomb? Because, wow, you're, you're exploding. <laughs> what, what exploded? The economy. <laughs> no. Oh. No. No. I meant like a physical, tangible. The ox cable exploded. <laughs> All over YouTube because of Chris Howard. He made us, he made us famous. <laughs> Let's say a Jeep exploded. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, after it tumbled off the cliff, and as soon as it hits the ground, it just explodes into a gigantic fireball. Right. And Nicolas Cage Thank is you, nearby Bay. going, I'm Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is off to a wonderful start. Well, it's been half an hour since we push record, so. What? Are you serious? I'm serious. It's been half an hour since we press record, or at least I press record. It could be like 27 oh minutes my for gosh. you guys or whatever. After editing, that'll be about 20 minutes. Actually, yeah. actually, you, like the first five minutes, we're just syncing, and then yeah, the next true. five minutes were our intro, which will Save come down us. to about one. We're syncing like ten seconds. So <laughs> basically, it'll come down to about ten minutes or fifteen minutes after editing. So mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah, and it's really don't worry if you're listening. You're like, wait, what did he cut out? It's literally just. It's pretty much all me just going. So the. Let me try that again. So the. Let me try that again. So the. As I said, we'll have some amazing bloopers. That was fun. I feel very inaugurated. I guess you're initiated. Initiated. You're not president. You're not president, Chris. I. It will not make a political joke. I will not make a political you know, joke. We'll, none of us will. None of us will. We don't speak Out loud. that. <laughs> anyway, we've got questions that we actually are answering today that are not are we? Um, easily answered. We've got three questions. The first comes from Jake, and he asks, Hey guys, still loving the show. I'm wanting to start a podcast soon, and I don't have a crazy high budget. I think I have my microphones and such lined up, but I don't have an audio interface yet. I'm wondering if you guys have any recommendations on audio interfaces that are preferably under 200 bucks. It would need to have at least two XLR inputs for the microphones, preferably three, and two headphone inputs. Thanks, Jake. Okay, I'm going to step away from this. This is your your territory. <laughs> is it? Sort of. Uh, <laughs> thing is, okay, so my response to this is that my uh, experience here is very limited because I have never had an audio interface per se. I always plug my microphone into an icicle which converts the XLR to USB. It's just like this tiny little thing, kind of like the size in diameter of like your finger and then huh. like maybe um eight inches long or something it's it's just like this tiny little thing you plug it into it yeah. and then it it plugs into your computer and so that's my audio interface so i never had cost? to deal with that 
that it's like 60 bucks i think yo i may need to pick one of those up that's yeah from, they're really nice that's from blue like blue the microphone maker yeah i i person sorry sorry i just one more thing um okay. but the like the thing is or actually i'll let you say that because i do need to look up the thing that i found Okay, there so was another one that uh, Josh Taylor recommended, but I couldn't find it because his website went off. I think it was like a Scarlet Smooth. something. I can't remember. Anyway, but I use the Avid Mbox 3, and I got that. I can't remember how much I spent on it. I think it was like $250-ish, but that was from like okay. uh, eBay or something, and uh, it it was like brand new condition, and uh, it works really, really well. Um, there's a few things that you have to like learn about it but once you figure it out and everything it's all good it's fairly straightforward gotcha the the other thing is that i do have experience with like mixers that's what i like to use uh most or like the thing i have the most experience with because i have a friend named daniel he was on the podcast a few weeks ago and he has a mixer that is really nice i think it's the like i looked it up and the thing that i found looks a lot like it it's called the behringer so b-e-h-r-i-n-g-e-r we'll have it in the show notes x-e-n-y-x it's a huge thing it basically is in the show notes you'll be able to find it and it's a usb mixer so some mixers only plug into whatever sound system you have etc but this one is able to plug into your computer so if you want to have it plug into your computer and then record it through audacity then you can and it has tons of different knobs for you to control the effects and it has four ports for channels so you can do either microphones we were using it for recording music so we actually had like we had our guitars and everything and they plugged right into it as well so it has ports for that as well but to my knowledge based on what i was able to look up it only has one headphone port but you can remedy that you can buy oh yeah get one of those splitters yeah get a splitter you get like a six it's a 6.25 millimeter uh splitter i think oh Oh, like you mean like the big fat cables instead of the small skinny ones yeah the big yeah yeah the small skinny ones won't do it because that's not the kind of port it is it's like the size of a guitar cable input so it's that Uh, kind of headphone so you got to get one of those splitters and those do exist so if you buy one or two of those then you can like if you plug one into the, the first one and then split it that way that comes to three ports if you need it I'm not sure if that'll downgrade the quality you hear in the headphones, but usually when you're recording, you're not worried about hearing it as well as when it comes to yeah. recording. But but that, the one mm. that I'm describing, it's $175 on one website. I think I looked at another one and it was a little bit cheaper. Uh, I look, the, way, the place I found it was Guitar Center. If you look at Behringer, um, I think that's how the pr- that's pronounced, Behringer Sound Mixers, then those all are like they're pretty decent quality um but don't quote me on this because i have not tried out different mixers so i'm just speaking on what i've used before so here's my advice go to the inner tube and ask them or like (laughs) listen to the previous episodes because it sounds like they've uh, suggested previously different audio interfaces to use that are probably better than what i have have to offer yep yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep Drop on, the mic. On to the questions that Chris can actually answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that was a much better answer than I was going to give. I was just going to say, like, I just use a, like, I have an XLR mic that just feeds into a Tascam DR5. But, <laughs> yeah, that only, that has two XLR inputs, um, but it only has one aux, like, 30, uh, 3.5 uh, out. Oh. 
Uh, okay. Headphone jack. Yes. Does that make any sense? It's like an it's an aux cable. It's an aux cable. Yes. Cool. It's an aux cable. You use the exact same method for recording your audio and videos that I do. Hey. I'll say one thing. Depending on your mics, you might uh, you need to make sure that if your microphones need phantom power, then your interface or uh, mixer can provide that phantom power. So remember oh, that. Yes, very true. And that'll. That'll usually cost you a little bit more, just so that you know. But I think, like, check this, because I'm not sure. But the at least the Tricky. Behringer mixer that I was using with Daniel, that one did have Phantom Power. Yeah, and, the, and Ryan's Icicle also does that, and my Mbox does that, yes. too. So. And so does the Tascam DR40. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep. Captain Cheesecake has a message, and I'm going to read it here. Fabulous username. Yes. I want to collab with people, but it's hard to find YouTubers that want to. It's especially difficult because my channel's so small, 25 subscribers. Um, how do I find people that are willing to collab with me? P.S. The closest things I've had to a collab was making an intro clip for Messi Jordan's Leafy parody, which was awesome. Okay, see, this strikes very close to home because yep. I've been having the same problem as you are, man. Um, one bit of advice that... Coming from someone who has had people ask to collab with him and wants to collab with other people is don't just approach someone and say, hey, man, want to collab? Have like a full plan. That really helps when you like when you have a almost like a whole script all planned out. It's like it's the difference between, hey, man, want to collab? Sure. Now what? Okay, now you got to figure out the kind of video you want to do and you have to figure out what, you know, part they play and then the lines. That all takes a lot of time. And during that time, things get in the way. Schedules get adjusted versus if you have all, everything all ready to go, say, hey, I, you know, you want to do a collab? I was thinking if you, you know, I have this part for you. If you say these lines like this, then they like, it's the difference between, it's almost like you're the director and they're an actor. It's a whole lot easier for the actor as opposed to having just a bunch of actors trying to direct a movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe that last metaphor didn't make a lot of sense. No, no, it makes sense to me. Like, it's... See, I have two experiences with this. I've done a collab. Well, actually, like I've done multiple collabs. I did one with you, actually. But the like the difference between them is very interesting like i've done a collab with a guy named aaron mclaughlin and it's still not out yet i'm almost done with it but it's like this pun music video that i it's a music it's a song that i wrote and it's gonna be really cool uh but the thing is it's taken a while like i think we've been working on this for over a year and the reason yo the, the the thing is it's like it shouldn't have taken this long but because life's crazy it has but that like that's my first example the second example i have is a video or actually two videos that were released on my youtube channel about three or four weeks ago and it was this video series that i did with a friend named hannah and she was on the podcast a few weeks ago as well and that actually took like less than a month to produce two videos they're like seven ish minutes long each that was the boys and girls thing right yeah, yeah, it was. It was like how to understand men and how to understand women, both of those videos. Cool. And and so those took less time. And it's not because it was not as hard to make them. In fact, I had to f- like drive to where she lives. Like I have friends with her family, so I went and stayed with their family to essentially packed up my entire studio, drove there, set it up, and we filmed it. Like we it, it was sort of a messy Monday style video, so 
imagine taking the Messy Monday studio, packing it up, moving it three hours, and then filming a video over a weekend, essentially, is what happened. And so that was a lot of work. But the thing is, the difference was that we planned a little bit better. So if you get the thing is that if you want to get a collab, there are two problems you'll run into. First is like getting it initiated. And I'll talk about that in a second. But the second is keeping the momentum going once you've initiated it saying, hey, you want to do collab that works. And if they say yes, that's great. But if you don't keep that momentum going, then it's going to fizzle out eventually like two months down the road, you're gonna be like, hey, let's continue this collab. And they're gonna be like, eh, I was excited at the beginning. But you know, I'm busy. So I'll get around to it when I want to. But other than that, which it's not going to happen. And so Yo. the first thing is that when I was doing the collab with Hannah, I had my previous collab experience with uh, my friend Aaron with the pun video in mind. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. So I set a specific goal. I said, okay, let's figure out how long each step will take and then do weekly calls to make sure that we're still on track. So we set up weekly Uh, Skype calls. We'd get on Skype and do the call. And essentially we'd, the first week we said, okay, we're going to write these videos or she actually still had a lot of it written already, but we were going to write and edit and figure out if like we liked the direction the script was going. And then after a week we finished that, then we said, okay, let's send this off to other people to review and like kind of give us constructive criticism. And then after a week we had that. Then after that, Mm -hmm. we started writing another script for the second video. So we had the first script, but then we got the second script done. Within three or four weeks, we had the scripts done and we were ready to meet and record and edit. And then we edited or we filmed and edited one video over the course of that weekend. And then the other one we filmed, but half edited. And so essentially I had one video completely done and one video in the uh, chamber ready to continue by the time a month had gone by since the beginning of when we initiated to the end. Just mm-hmm. making sure that you continue to gain momentum and like you uh, kind of like what Chris was saying, you're the director. You keep the momentum going. You say, we're going to do this at this time. We're going to do this at this time. Be realistic about it, but make sure that you're keeping things going so that you always, you always know where you're going and what you've done. And the person you're collabing with does too. Yeah, and you're not being bossy. You're, you're, they are looking to be directed. Also, another tip that I would have is just make sure you have a decent amount of just like, okay, Ryan, you may want to cut this out. I don't know. I'm kind of formulating this as I go on. But make sure you have a decent amount of content already made so they can get like a feeling of who you are and the kind of stuff that you can create. Does that make any any sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like that was actually something I was going to mention. Essentially, the point of a collab is to drive people towards your channel. Most people who do collabs, they do two videos or something. And then one video says, hey, go check out this guy. And then the other video does the same thing just in the alternate direction. And that way you're like sharing subscribers. And the thing about you is that you have 25 subscribers. So unfortunately, in terms of like people having incentive to collab with you, you're a bit low, but that's okay. If you still want to just have fun with people collabing, then that's great. But the point is the collab's still going to bring people to your channel. So the, the reason that a collab is valuable is because it increases your subscribers when people come to your channel and they say, I think I like what I see here. So if your channel doesn't have a lot of content to begin with, people get to your channel and they say, oh, this is a ghost town. Never mind. And they leave. Exactly. So you want to have collabs 
propel you forward rather than just bring people to your channel uh, for no reason. So make- And it's also for yeah. the people that you're collabing with because like a collab, this sounds a bit wrong, but a collab, when you collab with a lesser channel, it's more like, it's kind of like an investment. Like I want my, me to be associated with this person. Mm-hmm. And the content that they will create in the future. So you want to have stuff that the person that you're collabing with can see and like. Yes, absolutely. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it's a, exactly. Because the thing is, it's a lot like an investment. Is like if you're thinking about investments in the real world, because companies they see other startups and startups are asking for money and for people to come and be shareholders and stuff like that. And the reason that big companies buy shares in smaller companies is because there's a huge potential for them to grow as long as they work hard and have a good idea. And oftentimes they do. And the same thing translates to YouTube. If you are a bigger YouTuber and you see a smaller YouTuber, you don't necess- you're not obligated to collab with them. But if they have lesser subscribers, but you see potential in them, then you know, exactly. okay, one day they're going to be big and people are going to be binging their videos and they're going to see this collab I did and they're going to come to my channel. So this is an investment. Because people I- are selfish. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But this is an investment because I see potential in you, kids. So let's do this. So making sure that you aren't just doing collabs for the sake of collabs, you're actually doing stuff on your own at the same time. That's a huge deal. It'll impact so much of what goes on in the world of collabing. Oh man, Ryan is dropping some truth bombs up in here. It kind of Are you a truth bomb? Because you're... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Matthew, anything to add? Um, nope. (laughs) <laughs> you covered okay. pretty much everything so that that i could possibly i feel like you didn't get to talk very much so in this next question like interrupt me or chris just have... just mute my microphone no, okay i mean i could have said a lot of that more succinctly but that's fine okay <laughs> final question chris you want to read it okay so this is from tim tim tim, tim? it says Hey, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel centering around puns and other wordplay. Original, right? That's never been pun before. Oh, my word. (laughs) I like this guy. (laughs) Uh, I want to get started as inexpensively as possible so I can see if it's something I want to do more of. That totally makes a lot of sense. Like, not just like throwing all your money into this hole and then finding out, eh, you're not really super into it. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Like, you could sell the equipment, but you'd still make a loss. So that's genius, right. dude. Um, my phone, the Galaxy S7, huh, not a spawn, has a great <laughs> camera. But I'm wondering about things like something to set the phone on or how to mount it because I don't want to hold it. Or how to get the best sound I can out of it. Or video editing, bat- backdrop, etc., etc., etc. I love the show. Thanks in advance for any tips you can give. Tim. Tim. That was the day that Tim became... Wait, <laughs> Tim, what, Tim, what became was that Tim. <laughs> Tim Tim became Tim. <laughs> shout Tim out. Timini, shout Tim 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 <laughs> Shout out to uh, the TMVC. There you go. <laughs> it was at this moment that Chris's microphone battery died. We did not realize this until a few minutes later, and for that reason, we made many jokes that were lost to the world. However, we tried to reenact them in the second recording and did a terrible job of it. Here is what that sounded like. I love the show. Thanks in advance for any tips you can give, Tim. Tim? Tim? Good old Tim. Tim? Tim? Yeah, that was when uh, Tim Tim became Tim. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm gonna, that is the day. It's not That's as funny the second time. <laughs> and I'm really excited for this question because, like, I, I have an answer for it, what? believe it or not. I know. For, for once, I actually have a decently good answer for one of the questions <laughs> y'all have lobbed at me. <laughs> lobbed. Well, that's why you're here. <laughs> Um, so he asks, like, w- like I like the idea of using your phone as a camera. Because, yeah, phone, especially, okay, I use an iPhone, but I will admit, man, like, the newer Android phones coming out have some good cameras. They so do. They are, I said At the it. same time, though, like, I've, I actually, for a period, I tried a Galaxy phone. I think it was the S6, actually. And, like, it does have a great camera. Like, it captures pretty stunning photos and things. The one thing, like, the one... Yeah, the problem I had with it was that the camera was just too wide. Like the millimeter is the okay. So Chris, I always forget this, so you can help me with this. Is it a lower or a higher millimeter of lens that sees more? The the lower, the more you can see. The lower, the wider. Okay, so it's a lower millimeter than the iPhone. So if you have an iPhone and you're taking a selfie, it's almost like the perfect selfie. Like, it captures your face, but it doesn't capture your arms. If you're taking a selfie with an Android, like the Galaxy S6, then you can see, like, your arm, half of your arm in the selfie if you're not careful. Essentially, your arm extended all the way takes a perfect selfie with an iPhone, but too much with an android now you can fix this if it's really close to your face but i guess like that's the main problem i have is that the it looks almost like a fish eye with how much it captures that's mm. just the one that you use though right yeah that's it like that's the one that i use that was the s6 edge i think yeah if that's right mm-hmm. and so like it might be and different like, for other ones yeah i mean like and also like a phone camera it's like a very small sensor so your footage is just kind of gonna look flat I guess I can't really mm. think of a good way to describe it, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. it's not just a lack of depth of field. It's just going it, to look like it, it kind of everything kind of looks in focus, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's kind of like yeah. the difference between a live action film and a soap opera. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's because in soap operas, they don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they don't know what no, they're it's, doing. It's um, actually the type, the type of camera they use. Like if no, you've I ever know. watched a soap opera, it, the feeling, it just looks well, weird. Well, the frame rate. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, the frame rate's a lot different yeah. and the depth of field is different. And that's just because of the type of the camera they use. But this, like, the same it's, thing yeah, is sort of true. Size. Yeah, the same thing sort of true with uh, iPhones or, well, any phone. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like phones, as they go, they still do pretty good job. Like if you ever watch Adler Davidson, like his old videos uh, and even his newer videos, uh, does he still use a phone? I don't think so. Not anymore. He's he's too fancy schmancy for that now. Okay. So he used to use, was it, I think he used an iPhone for it, right? I, I think it was actually just an iPod. Oh, like that's not right. Not even an yep, iPhone. Yep, you're right. Yeah. He used an iPod to film it. So if Adler Davidson can get how many, he has like 2000 subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. If, and like, yeah, it's all about the content. Yeah. I was actually, I was listening to an audiobook today. It was Creativity Inc. written by a guy who works at Pixar. And Spawn! He, he actually helped to make Toy Story back in the day when Toy Story Hmm. was the big thing. Everyone was like, what? Toy Story was made on a computer? All of it? Are you kidding? (laughs) And like, it was a huge thing. And he was one of those guys. He wrote a book called Creativity Inc. about like the culture of Pixar. And Mm. and you know, if you go to audible.com slash slash uh, cow. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. 
one of the lines, it was a really good quote, kind of hit me, and I don't necessarily remember word for word. It was that the polish isn't what matters. That He was talking about how they were creating this animation. It was a two-minute animation. And back then, the computers, they had limited ability the problem was getting enough space to render things and they were trying to get this project done on time and when the deadline finally rolled around the thing that they had was like this story about i think it was like a butterfly being chased by something anyway they it was a short two minute story but the rendering hadn't finished so some of the frames were actually like wireframe animation it didn't look <laughs> like an actual animation like in Toy Story. You could see like the polygraph, like the triangles all over the image. And they showed it and they were freaking out. They were like, oh, people are going to notice that this thing. But after the screening, no one knew that that had happened. They, they were like, wait, what? There was a scene where it was all just kind of wire wireframe. I didn't even notice because they all they were paying attention to was the story that was being animated. Mm-hmm. And he said that it was something along the lines of your polish and the quality of the product isn't what matters as long as you tell the story right. Boom. I mean, like, look at the success of Olin Rogers. Look, I love Olin yes. Rogers, but I'm just going to be honest. He has a pretty awful camera. <laughs> it's not like you wear that... Uh, Captain America shirt all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like he tells stories very well and he very engagingly. And that's just kind of who it's. So yeah, it's not about what you're using as much. Yep. Yep. That being said, there are, I have a few like little tips for you. Like you said, you know, you want to set your phone down on something as opposed to holding it because let's be honest, like holding it. It's all shaky, even with like good optical stabilization. It just looks better if it's locked down. Mm-hmm. Jump cuts look a whole lot better. Yep. One. Okay, so here is one thing I would recommend you do. Um, if you, I'm assuming like, uh, I'm not sure exactly what your budget is for this, but if you go on like eBay, you can probably find some. They have like cheap phone tripods. Um, if you search like iPhone tripod, I know you have a Samsung, but. Most, like, of this stuff is created for iPhone. So if you just, like, search iPhone tripod, you'll find something for, like, maybe at the most 15 bucks. Um, That's, like, a... kind It kind of looks like a gorilla pod, but you can, mm-hmm. like, hook your phone up to it. Um, And so you can put that... It's decently small. It's, like, a f- half a foot tall, maybe. Um, You can put that on a desk. Or if you want something that you can take anywhere... Like, get one of those, and you can, like, unscrew the head, so the part that attaches the phone to a one-fourth inch screw, and then you can all go, to like, to Target or something, get a cheap $20 tripod, and you can, just the, the quick-release plate, that's how cameras screw into tripods, is a little, like, fourth, is it, like, a fourth inch? Or You know what I'm talking yeah. about? The, yeah, it is the, about that. The screw thing. About that. Fourth inch. Yeah. Fourth inch. So you just... <laughs> You just take the quick release plate, screw in the, 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 the phone hold mount thing, and there you go. You got yourself a phone tripod. Yep. And what I use, I actually have, I looked it up on Amazon. I found out a way to get to it in my order history. It's a Vastar, that's the name of the brand, universal cell phone tripod mount adapter holder for iPhone, Samsung Galaxy. You can use it with pretty much anything. It costs like $6, and there will be a link in the show notes. Basically, it's this little thing with a spring grip, if that makes sense. It's like this little tiny black thing the size, like it fits in the palm of my hand, and you can just stretch it out 
uh, and the springs close the little clamp down shut on your phone and then that'll hold it in place it's got a nice little uh, foam grip and it holds it steady and it's got places for you to screw the grip into a tripod both on the bottom and on the back so that way you can pretty much set it up any way you want and the other thing that I use with it sometimes and this will work really well if you want to use a setup like Adler Davidson does is I have a Manfrotto mini tripod that's what it says on Amazon and that is about $30 and it's this uh, tripod that's really firm it will work even with a DSLR so if eventually you upgrade but you still want something that will work on your desk. It's just this tiny tripod, also kind of fits in my hand, that you can set up on your desk, and that will make it really easy to record uh, with the with the grip and any phone that you want to point at yourself. Yo! <laughs> yeah, so that, that would be our advice for that part. On even more of a budget, then you can just take rubber bands and a few books, and you're good. <laughs> he has yeah, a point. Stack it up. <laughs> I've done that a few times in <laughs> desperation. I actually use a uh, mount that I put onto a, what do you call it, a boom mic stand. That's what I use for oh. my phone. I put oh. that onto that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So it's, yeah. it uses a couple different clips So and you stuff. can have it like get that MySpace angle? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but yes. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, no, I've, I've, I. That's what I did for the, um, the video, uh, where I was showing how to fold a fitted sheet properly, on the, oh. on the Ox Cable website. I put it on the boom mic and I raised it up until it was up at the ceiling and it was pointing down at the bed and I used that as my, my, uh, camera for that. Just my phone, Galaxy S5. It doesn't have the greatest camera, but it worked. So, dude, you could almost use that as like a dolly. I mean, not a dolly, a gym. Yes, you could. I've done. You that. know, you start at low. Just for huh. the fun of it. Dude, that's that's genius. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There's some more gear that I've seen around, and we'll put links as to as much of the gear as we can in the in the show notes. Okay, everybody? So, anyway, you 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 talk, Chris. Okay. So, that was a, a long answer to just one part. part question of many in this. <laughs> so, the next part was how to get the best sound out of your phone. Mm. And I yes. think for that... Like most phones actually like the directional capabilities are pretty good. If you look at mm-hmm. like vines from people who just use their phone, like for example, my vines, the sound pr- quality <laughs> the sound quality is actually pretty good. And like that that might just be iPhone, but I think Android's pretty um it's about the same especially if you're in a room by yourself like if you go outside it's going to sound really horrible but if you're in a room by yourself then that's all your phone's going to hear especially if you're like close the closer you are to the microphone the better it's going to sound now you definitely have to balance that with the closer you get to the camera the more distorted your face will get assuming like you're using the wide angle lens but that's where like the thing is with the galaxy that your face getting closer is okay because it like if your face is super close to an iphone it's not gonna fly very well because you can only see like half your face but the galaxy is a Mm. little bit different because of the wide angle lens so that's one saving grace of the galaxies that's also uh it feels a little bit more intimate between you and the viewer like so many times i see people with the videos they're just like super far away from the camera they're like hey guys what's up and then, like, and no, then you it, watch fun deadly's videos and you're like whoa get out of my face what, what are you doing <laughs> get, yeah, get that guy away from me i can practically <laughs> smell his breath 
through the YouTube. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like, so I'd recommend like your sound quality from your phone shouldn't be too bad to start out with. Again, look at Adler. Like his stuff was just shot on an iPod, but it sounds decently good and it looks good. Yeah. Uh, the one thing to remember, if you're filming on your phone, um, like I'm not okay. So the next part of it is video editing. Um, yeah. Two options here. If you're editing on your phone, I'm not sure how because I tried to find video editing apps and nothing compared to what I was used to on iMovie. That's one of the reasons I went back to iPhone. But um, essentially, Ooh. I don't have any experience with video editing apps on Android in depth because I didn't like any of them. Did you? So if you're doing it on mm-hmm. what I've played with Premiere. CC on uh, Android and it's decent. It's not. Oh, they they've done a lot of work in the last. I haven't tried the new version, but it's pretty good. Huh. Hmm. I didn't. Uh, I I don't think I had Adobe Cloud at the time that I had the Android, so okay. I wouldn't have been able to purchase that. So I'm not sure about that. If like as much as I know about Premiere, they're awesome. So if that's the case, yeah, maybe pick that up for the Android. I think uh, they have a free version too called Clip. Doing... Anyway, oh, okay. Yeah, and if you are exporting it and then putting it on your phone, on your uh, computer to edit, like um, is so many people do, mm-hmm. then yeah, I pr- I think we can pretty much all agree that is like the better option. Yeah, yeah. editing with your thumbs can't compare to editing with like a mouse. Yes. and a keyboard with all ten fingers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all ten fingers basically. Yeah, use and Windows Movie it's Maker. It's a lot. It's a lot smoother. Yeah, I'm kidding. Windows Movie yeah. Maker. See that. When it comes to Movie Maker, I honestly miss the old one that came with XP yes. where it had an actual timeline. Yes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Like, the new one doesn't have that, and it's so annoying. It That's has a timeline, it's just, like, a confusing. time box. Yeah. It's just showing each I, I've heard really good things about DaVinci Resolve Lite, which is, like, you know, DaVinci, yeah. DaVinci Resolve is, like, a super top-of-the-line editing suite. But they also released a free version which is like mostly for color grading Mm -hmm. but honestly like it works decently well at editing so i've never really used it a lot but like i have a friend that edits on that and he says it works for what he needs so okay i'd say give that a look Mm -hmm. yeah okay so that's our answer for video editing and backdrop backdrop (laughs) actually ties back to the best sound you can get out of this thing because your phone will pick up sounds around the room too but if you have a backdrop of any kind Make it a fabric backdrop because that's mm-hmm. going to make your sound bounce around less and sound more concentrated. Like if you listen to my voice right now, <laughs> yeah, uh, the sound that is being produced is the result of a backdrop. I actually have a blanket on like the stand that I've set up right behind me. Essentially, it's muffling the sound that would echo around the room and come back into the microphone so that all you hear is that first sound. So if you can get a backdrop, then a fabric backdrop of any color would be great. Most of the time, it helps to do just kind of a regular color like white or black. If you're going to be using lighting, uh, then that only increases your quality. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. like going back to Adler Davidson, he used his bedroom as a backdrop. Okay. He like, yeah, you could see his bed in the background. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was necessarily even always made. Yeah. And (laughs) so, and so you saw like his entire bedroom, everything except for, his desk, which was behind the camera, or actually the camera was sitting on sitting his on desk, his I desk, think. Yeah. And so you saw his entire bedroom, and that 
gave it kind of a personal feel. Um, of yeah. course, a lot mm-hmm. of bloggers it, do yeah. that. <laughs> it depends on like kind of what you're going for. Are you going for like an intimate kind of a one-on-one feeling with a person watching your video? Or are you trying to make it like a show? Yeah. Unless it's the Adler show. Uh, well, we see how that fizzled out now, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, I'd say if you are going to use your bedroom, um, get, try and have both sides to the right and left of you be as symmetrical as possible. Like, first of all, don't film in a mess. Like, make clean your room. <laughs> Like, do a full sweep, make your bed. Cause and that's where Tim said, nope, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the cost is too high. Oh, shoot, I just knocked my headphones off. <laughs> what did you say? You could have said anything about me and I would have no idea. Did Chris you smells. spill all my secrets? What? 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 No. what? We, we no, gave away your social. <laughs> that stands for social media security number. <laughs> yeah. Follow me social on media. In, in Canada, <laughs> they're called the social insurance number, but that's okay. Ooh, fancy. Well, he's not schmancy. in Canada, so we can't give social... away. So- no, I'm just saying. Fun fact. Whatever. Good to know. The more you know. So yeah, that's kind of that's. I think can we all agree? Like that's our yeah. our advice for that. Well, I, my my connection dropped while you're talking about the audio thing, and you moved on. I was just gonna say there's um I I can't remember what it, what it's called at all um but there's like a vampire clip that can go onto your clothes and it has a really long wire and you just put in some like really small of those like watch batteries into it and then it'll plug into your uh, phone's aux jack and it puts the Ooh. the audio through that if you wanted to do that or there's also shotgun mics that are a little bit more pricey that you can attach to your phone there are like phone rigs that you can get for relatively inexpensively if you look around on yeah. amazon just just hunt around it's 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 a wonderful world that's slightly intimidating, but you know, check reviews, especially with those drones. Yeah, mm. <laughs> just hover a drone with a microphone. The what? <laughs> just hover a drone right above you with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be some quality audio. <laughs> one, one another thing you could do just to like, I mean, I don't know if you are going for more of a showy feel. Some people get like a like a blue yeti um or like a a snowball and just have that right by their mouth in the shot like look at like a Mm -hmm. lot of gamers and you can even just do what i did you don't have to even plug it into the phone like matthew was talking about you can do what i did when i was younger which was i filmed i filmed with a uh camcorder um like a super cheap camcorder and i had a mic that I use for podcasting plugged in my USB to my computer recording audacity. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have like the Tascam Tascam right DRO5 like I was like we were talking about earlier. I just plugged it right into my computer and recorded that. So that was how I recorded and then like later I'd sync it up in audio ed- or in video editing. Yeah. And so like, and, there's plenty of ways to do it. And another like benefit about doing that is even if you decide that this video making thing isn't for you, which would really suck because we'd love to have another person in the group here. You mm-hmm. like having a nice microphone for your computer has like many more uses than you could possibly imagine. Yes. It's yeah. great when you're Skyping someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And like getting a good mic, it's mm-hmm. a terrific investment if you're looking to go into content creation. I'm just going to say. If you're going into that field, then you 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 should like have a few things. Like first, a camera of decent quality. You should have a microphone of decent quality. You should have a few things like that. And and you don't have to have like a big, big fancy anything, but, but just something more than, you know, 
Your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what's your go-to rig? Like microphone, camera, just like what is just your basic go-to thing? For audio or video? Or let's just say for video. Like if if you could okay. recommend a new, like a full rig for beginners, what would it be? Oh, for beginners. Well, see, that's different than what I've got right now. So I'll, I'll tell you what I've got oh. right now and I'll tell you what I used at the beginning and we can okay. draw some middle ground. So right now... What I make videos for my YouTube channel with, I have a Rode shotgun mic, with which is attached to a mic stand or like just like you know metal stand that thing above my head, and that is plugged into the Tascam DRO5, um, which is attached to the mic stand up there with it, and um, so the the shotgun runs on a nine volt, which um, plugs into the the little Import on the DRO5, and then I have the Nikon D uh, D7000, which you Nikon shooter. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually my mom. She bought it for pictures, and then when I started saying, "Hey, I want to do better YouTube videos," she said, "Okay, you can borrow the camera." <laughs> and so, <laughs> I'm actually like super. I guess you could call me privileged in a way, <laughs> um, <laughs> in terms of my setup. But what I started Ryan, with your privilege is showing uh, my my white privilege. Yep. <laughs> But what I started with, I had, I actually have it in here with me. Let me get it so I can reference it. Musical yeah. interlude while Ryan grabs his thing. Doop a derp a derp. Doop a derp. I actually have a song going through my head now. I have the, it's called the Viho Kuzo. Um, That's a fun it's, name it's, to say. It's like a camcorder, and there are lots of others that look exactly like it. There are many like it, but this one is it, yours. It's, it's just like this camera that flips <laughs> open. And you can record or take pictures with it. And so it's super easy to use. You just open it and you shoot. It's literally that simple. You can stick it on a tripod if you want. And I think it costs like $50 maybe. You could probably get something like it for about $50. I'll put a link to something or to it or if it's it might be discontinued. So something of similar value in the show notes. And then after that, what I had was it was this microphone. <sighs> It was really weird. It was a Logitech desk mic USB microphone. Oh, like one of those ones for like oh my gosh. The Did one with the long neck. And the long neck? Yes. That. I have that too. Yes. Yeah, that's what I used for early podcasting back when I had my first podcast, the world famous Odyssey podcast. Pod fan mod which pod. died. <laughs> yes. And that is also what I used for most of my videos. Like, uh, I think I recorded most of my early Ryan Matlock my, uh, Blimey Cow parodies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I also, and then at, after that, like, there was a period of time where I was using this podcasting microphone to record. I just kind of had it down near my chest recording my audio. And you could only see, like, my head and my upper torso. So you couldn't see it. It was out of frame, but it did mm -hmm. pick up the audio really well. And this is a Studio Projects B1. So all that and either plugging it directly into the computer with an icicle or plugging it into the DRO5. And all of that together, like just a microphone setup will cost you maybe like at least $50 at most 150 to $200. Okay. For for any of those audio setups. And the camera, the camcorder will cost you like 50 bucks. And a good camera will cost you like 600 bucks. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I yeah. I, I was thinking of taking the question more in the route of, let's just pretend money isn't an issue. Um, oh. 
like oh, comparing that's quality different. to ease of use. <laughs> I, I probably yeah. should have. I'm sorry. Just okay. Ma- so imagine you can make it rain just for the heck of it. If I have that ultimate money, like at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. If you have unlimited money. <laughs> yeah. Tying okay. it back. If I have unlimited money, then I'd go to my friend uh, Chris Howard and say, "Hey, what's a good what's a good Canon camera to buy, and wh- where can I get a good lens, a good glass for that thing?" And and I would look say, you, and, and I would say, look you straight in the eye and say, "I would 100% recommend the Canon 70D with. You don't necessarily need great uh, like a." state-of-the-art lens in the beginning like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be on it i was using a tokina 11 to 16 f2.8 until i shattered it and honestly since then i've just been using the kit lens that the camera came with don't tell anyone blasphemy <laughs> i know burn me at the stake but it like Stone it looks him. good enough where people again people are more focused on the content you're creating than what you more make but one of the things focused. i love about uh I see what you did there because one of the the thing I love most about the 70D and why I recommend it to people just starting out, two reasons. One, autofocus on a DSLR is the most amazing thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, you never need to worry about stepping out of focus. That was the camera you were using in Tennessee, right? Yep, it was. I was so so impressed. Like, it just autofocused. And I was like, what? What? And the second is the flip out screen, Mm -hmm. which I don't know how I survived before one yeah it's hard yeah I, I, i'm so sorry ryan and honestly like you know like a brand new one will run you you know thirteen hundred dollars a lot but if you look on ebay you can probably especially because the mark ii came out wait no that was the 70 i'm sorry but yeah the the canon 80d came out which is a replacement for the 70d so you can probably get a 70d for about 800 700 bucks which honestly is not bad for a dslr Mm-hmm. And is like like the 70D is like the standard for YouTubers, so mm-hmm. it's mm. definitely what I'd recommend. Yeah. Okay. Microphone. I mean, <laughs> I don't know audio very well. I use a. Oh Rode well, and- I wouldn't ask you about the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I know you, what. That's I all know your, what that's- microphone. <laughs> yeah, like you I think the, the Rode microphone that I've the shotgun that I've got like that does the job beautifully in mm-hmm. my opinion, and and it cost me, I think like. 150 I bought it from a friend who was upgrading and needed to sell that microphone so we sold it at like half price to me so like you can go on eBay and probably find someone who's willing to do the same and what was the name but of it it's the see the the numbers not it on MTG? it but it's like oh, let me, oh let me look that up and see if that's right the ones that I've seen, the one that I've been considering is the Rode NTG. I think it's the two. Because um, yeah, that's the one I use. Because there's one that has batteries that were the, mm-hmm. that are required for it, and then there's one that doesn't require batteries. It, need, it requires a phantom power source, though. Um, yeah, the one is phantom. Two has batteries. Mine has the nine volt battery in it. It's the Rode Video Mic. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, it's really cool because it also comes with like, it's not just the like the Rode NTG, it just comes as it's like the stick yeah. of a mic, and you have to buy like a shock mount for it or a stand or anything that needs to go with that, or even like the little muffler that goes on it. Dead but cat. the Rode video, the Rode video mic, it comes with the cat. What did you call it, Matthew? Dead cat. Those are like the wind mufflers. Dead cat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's kitty. what it's called. Dead cat. <laughs> Okay, then that's, yeah, that's, so that thing, and then also it comes with this little red, 
like it's this rubbery thing that makes it so that if you bump the microphone, then it absorbs it and it doesn't sound like boom whenever you do that. So it's really nice and it plugs like it can go onto your camera or if you buy a little uh, converter, then it can also go onto a mic stand mm-hmm. and it works beautifully. I'm on a website, a sweetwater.com, which sells a bunch Spawn. of different audio stuff. And it um, actually goes for about $150, which is around, I, I think I paid a little bit less for that, but that's about, like, that's a really decent price for a shotgun, like, shotgun mic. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that you can mount it on your camera for when you're out and about is amazing. So, Especially for vlogging. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't do that because I can't um, see myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I busted my mic input on my camera, so I can't use a video mic. Oh, and it sucks. I, I remember the hearing of that. That yeah. made me sad. You know, one of these days I'm going to send it in to get repaired, but that just means I have to go like six weeks without my camera and I just can't bring myself to do that. Nope. It's one hour, 26 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ryan. Like with all this, Ryan. Good. Great answers to all questions. Yay. Pat's on the back. Yeah, Pat's on the back for everyone. I, th- I think that we're done. Woo! How was it being on the aux cable? It was great. I I really enjoyed this. And I, I better have because I'm sure I'm never going to be invited back again. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, we're we're going to invite you back <laughs> yeah, um, right. for the Christmas special. I don't know. <laughs> for the Christmas special? The Christmas special. Okay, I've got a new idea. It just popped into my head now. Great. Okay. Yes. We're not discussing it, it right now. We're not discussing it right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's dang it. top secret. You can't just say that. Yes, I can. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> it's like, ooh, you're really going to love, you know, the, the gift I got you. Really? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to the Ox Cable. This has been the eighth episode. What? We have, uh, again, we want to be sure to thank Chris for coming on and answering questions, lending his um, <laughs> quote unquote ex- expertise. <laughs> expertise on these subjects. You can follow him at Pundedly on Twitter or Snapchat now. And you can also find him on YouTube. He is Pundedly. Or you can also, like, I think he has like three other channels. I have a million channels. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's all youtube is it's just him <laughs> it's and all just, a lie <laughs> i've just been putting on all these different masks and i'd like and i definitely like to thank uh ryan and matthew for allowing me to crash their show um <laughs> thank you guys this was a lot of fun oh. it really was yeah yeah hopefully <laughs> we can have you back sometime uh, yeah, this, as you might as you might have guessed, uh, we thrive on questions here at the Ox Cable, and we ask that you would please send in your <laughs> questions to us so that we can help you. And if we don't have the answers, we'll find them for you, or some, we'll figure something out. <laughs> or we'll just basically. yeah, or we'll just make them up on the spot, like the chicken thing. <laughs> we won't answer them, but we'll blow you away with how much we blubber away in an attempt to avoid answering. Because we're the bomb. Ah, You can submit submit questions to us via our social pages. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram. All at At Ox Cable Show. What? I was just cheering you you on. Oh, okay. (laughs) You can can tweet to us directly as well. I'm at Ryan Matlock, and Matthew is at Matthew the Bird. And basically, we love to hear your feedback, so we're going to be making a hashtag for this episode that you can use in your tweets or your Instagrams or whatever you millennials are doing these days. (laughs) And... 
essentially our hashtag for this episode is i want it to be something to do with that bomb pickup <laughs> line how about uh, hashtag pickup bomb that's i mean i don't normally condone that action for the record <laughs> <laughs> don't actually pick up bombs kids but my cousin was setting off fireworks yesterday like ones that he made himself and i was kind of disappointed that he didn't explode so <laughs> well, well actually you that's heard it fun, first fun story <laughs> one time i had a fireworks shot at me nice. oh my gosh one Ooh. time it was new year it was new year's Betty they had a bunch of fireworks and they took them out to the backyard they had this little stone wall and they set them all mm-hmm. up and there was one that he lit the thing and he thought it was pointed up, but it wasn't <laughs> pointed up. It was pointed horizontally. Oh and the crowd gosh. of us watching them light the fireworks, we were like, oh, this is going to be such a good thing. And then it started shooting into the crowd. <laughs> and first it, w- first it went to the left and I was on the right of the crowd. So I was like, oh, oh no, it's going to hit people. But then like it caught on something and shot to the right, right at me. <laughs> <laughs> and it like goes underneath my legs and it's just like sparks really? flying out under my legs. Like and I was like, ah! Yeah, basically, oh and gosh. I freaked out, and I don't ever let him live it down. By any chance, did you catch this on video? No. Ah! So, hashtag pickup bomb? <laughs> hashtag pickup bomb, unless it's a firework. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. And that'll be in the show notes as well, on or whatever, on the post. We thank you for anything that you send to us. Uh, you, basically, the best way to send a us questions is to go on our website and go to the contact page and ask us a question or you can email us at questions at oxcableshow.com you can send us questions thoughts on the show or send us gifts in the form of cash donations though hey. that would probably that would probably come through going to my patreon pa- uh, that's uh, patreon.com slash ryan matlock <laughs> if you I, want them I don't to have think- the budget to have better guests on the show yeah, there are Aww. some pretty neat, some pretty neat rewards there. Let's see if we can get Just Nicolas saying. Cage on the show. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. How Nicolas about Nicolas Cage, Cage bomb? What about hashtag <laughs> Nicolas Cage bomb? I like Nicolas that better. Nicolas Cage is the bomb. Nick Nicolas Cage. I like. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see who that's actually we'll listened to the full episode here. We'll have like two or three hashtags by the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you anyway. team? Are you team hashtag the bomb or team hashtag Nicholas Cage bomb or whatever it was? I already <laughs> forgot. Nicholas Cage bomb. <laughs> I was gonna say something about the chicken dying, but that's. <laughs> oh yes, the chicken is dead. <laughs> hashtag the chicken. Oh my! Dead. It is the chicken escape the Nicholas Cage. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll show myself out now. Okay. Okay. Okay, We're done. Oh my gosh. Matthew, Chris, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being on the podcast. Ditto. And uh, I think that's the end of our episode. We'll see you again. Bye. 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 Four, three, three, two. Okay, that's way too trippy. Start Ryan, from I a think... higher number, Ryan. Start from a higher number. Sure, ten. I'll start with ten. Whoa, that's and, too high. Um, we'll... <laughs> I can only go up to eight, Ryan. Hold it. Not as high as Colorado. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Now you guys can unmute yourselves. I don't want to, though. I'm going to go back to that. I like it. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could just mute yourself for the entire episode. We could just be like, hello, for our silent commentary, we have Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, what do you think of that? That's great. <laughs> More like podcast isn't enough. Eh, eh. I'm saying eh because, Matthew, you're Canadian. Eh. eh. <laughs> <laughs>
You could stay. But I'm going to cut out the Canadian part. Okay. Do you want me to do it one more time? The Sans Canadian part? Uh, sure, I wasn't sure, sure if that was not? too much or not. This is not a racist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not racism. That's, you know, this, the nationalism. <laughs> Sympathy. That's what I get for these puns. Sympathy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, I, I'm calling it right now. We're going to have a really good blooper reel. <laughs> no. No. Good luck editing all of this, man. Oh, oh, thank you. I will need it. You just don't. Just release the entire five-hour episode. I was saying that sometimes you edit a little bit more than I think you should. That's all. Mm. Well, if you want to edit it, I'll, I won't complain. Drama alert! Drama alert! <laughs> anyway. Welcome to the Ox Cable, the show where... I still say it in my mind. The, the old <laughs> slogan. Yep. Bloop, 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 bloopers. Intro transition. Cool. P.S. The closest thing I've had to uh, a collab was making an intro clip for Messy Mon- uh, Messy Jorn Date. Nope. <laughs> yeah. If you if you were to get on, if you if someone messaged you, because collab. It, it, yeah. It, okay. Blah. <laughs> Good luck editing that, Ryan. You have to give people a re. You have to... Uh, it was the like, segment ha, where we were ha, trying so to make yeah. jokes is over. Thank you for bearing with us. <laughs> I'm going to put I'm gonna put a disclaimer here. Disclaimer. Chris's microphone died, so we re-recorded this segment. It, we, <laughs> we were, were not sure about how it would turn out, but we're trying to make all the jokes we made in the past, and it sounds <laughs> terrible. Please bear with <laughs> These us. These are all totally fake. Inner tube. Not inner tube. Where are the ox cable, Matthew? Shut up. And it feels just more... Wow. I just... <laughs> wow. I've got a question. Why did Nicolas Cage cross the road? Why did Why? Nicolas Cage Not. walk across the road? To steal the Declaration of Independence! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> to eat the bacon that used to be Miss Piggy. Oh! <laughs> Bees! <laughs> Bees! <laughs> Bees, stop, Ryan. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everyone, so much for watching, and we'll... Uh, for watching? <laughs> Thank you, everyone, so much for listening, Thanks, and we'll see you again. Bye! Bye, oh, wait, bye. I forgot my thing. I forgot my thing. Let me do that over again. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Matthew, Chris, it's been a pre- <laughs> It's been Matthew, a present. <laughs> Matthew, Chris, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> it's Matthew, been a pleasure. Chris, stop. <laughs> Woo! Okay, we're done. <laughs> wow. Good luck with all of that editing. Try doing that with six audio tracks. <laughs>